0: Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left.
1: Welcome back everybody to the Alt Left. This is episode 74. I'm Coach Chris, and with me is the good Reverend Dr. K. Good evening, everyone. And Matthew, oh my god, what is that thing, Jumbo Johnson?
2: Hello everyone, welcome back. Oh my
1: oh god, right. what is that thing? I <laughs> told you, warned you.
2: It's Brett Kavanaugh.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Wrong dick.
2: Um but did you guys hear so for those of you that are joining us this week, we've got a couple, we're going to cover a couple of current events this week. First of which is... Now,
1: real, real quick, though, before we go in there, I want to do make a disclaimer for our, our listeners. We understand that the January 6th uh, hearings have started. It's actually, we are recording this on Thursday, the day they are starting. Uh, so we have nothing to report. Um, so we're not handling that right now. So I you're going to hear this on Monday. And you're be like, why the fuck haven't they covered this amazing thing about, you know, Dildo the dinosaur was there and and, and resurrected Hitler? and No, because we don't know that yet. Um, so just so you know, that'll probably be coming next week or the week after we'll do a January 6th wrap up when it's done. Uh, but that's why we're not doing that.
2: Oh my God. Wouldn't that be a great like fucking news break? It's like at the whole reason for the, for the, the, the six riots were basically people trying to summon Hitler in the white house.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure that that's actually pretty, pretty accurate as to what's going on.
2: Yeah. Bombshell.
1: <laughs> I mean, you, you do know that like in Germany, cause it's illegal to use Nazi flag,
2: Oh yeah, he's the Nazis a in Germany
1: wave Confederate yeah. flags.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, but it, but but it's just a symbol of states'
1: rights, <laughs> heritage, not hate. But yeah, it, it, that should tell you what the world thinks of the fucking Confederacy and yep. the South. So I think your uh, humorous analogy was actually, unfortunately, spot on because we're in the darkest fucking timeline
2: yep 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 and it's just getting darker did
1: you know well, that mtg is actually uh and they're actually like uh, they've started this week where she had some press conference where they're, now they're openly calling themselves fascists really yes
2: one thing i did see though that was interesting is um uh, bobert is uh, looks like they're going to open fraud investigations on bobert because uh she basically paid herself back for mileage and the uh mileage was bigger than the circumference of the earth. And so now she looks like she's going to be <laughs> investigated for fraud. Now we know what happened is she had a, a business, like a restaurant or something that was in trouble. And so she used the money for that, but there's trying to say that it was because of uh, uh, mileage reimbursement be. for her uh, campaign trail. But of course the mileage she asked for was like $22,000 of mileage. Um, and <laughs> it being more than the actual circumference of the planet earth. So
1: And in, in also today, um, before we go into the real news stories, uh did you see the fbi took down the michigan um uh, con- uh the mission michigan-, michigan governatorial candidate no, no i didn't see that yes part of the january 6th commission the fbi arrested the governor candidate for Michigan, the republican candidate for michigan for governor nice that is amazing. for part of the insurrection <laughs> wow so that's all we've got for insurrection these guys so
2: he'll definitely be the candidate
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, no shit. I mean, at this point, like, (coughs) being like, I tried to overturn democracy and hang Mike Pence. It's like, oh, good job, good job, bravo, GOP all the way.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man, but in in some interesting news, related news. Now they're still getting the details on this, but you know, speaking of dicks and uh, (laughs) Brett Kavanaugh, um, somebody actually flew from California all the way to Maryland to murder him and got caught. Now, first of all, I think one of the things I love about this is not only was this guy uh, wanted to kill him basically because he he believed that killing him would allow gun legislation to go through the courts and also prevent the ending of Roe v. Wade. Wait, Roe v. Wow. Wade. Wow. Yeah, that was his reasoning. But what I love the best is that person actually lives right here in my hometown of Simi. Like, which, for those of you that don't know, we've mentioned it before, this is kind of like the right-wing police capital of California. This is where the Reagan Library is at. Um, There are signs literally everywhere saying things like Simi Valley loves cops. This is where all the San Fernando Valley police like to live. It is, you you aren't going to get that much more right in california than you will here unless of course you go to orange county then you've got the nazis over there but i mean we got him yeah here, but let's,
1: yeah because uh orange County's <laughs> worse than see me trust me i've lived in both yeah. uh trump only campaigned in one of them
2: yeah there you go um, but yeah this guy flew all the way out to maryland and apparently like got out of a car in front of his house dressed in black with a black backpack and a uh, um, a black bag filled with a gun and a knife. His intent was to break into the Brett Kavanaugh's house, shoot him, stab him, and then kill himself. Don't know why he didn't go in right off the bat, but apparently he was spotted by a couple of U.S. marshals walking around the neighborhood. Which, because of course, they've been having protests around the house, so of course yeah. they need they need to have U.S. marshals around the neighborhood. <clears throat> I mean, what is this? A school? <laughs> Not like we're going to leave it alone, abandoned. So, but yeah, so this is what happened. We're trying to figure it out. The guy's basically been, according to what reports we have, he's been off of his meds. Um, He's not exactly coherent. People described him as always being very friendly, but he's like some twenty-six-year-old dude that
1: just. Well, and the marshals spotted him, but he actually called the cops on himself.
2: Yeah, he did. He called a. Did he really? A crisis crisis line. line. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, well, I
0: mean, it, at least he's self-aware enough to know that he's kind of fucked up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Didn't like, but I think that was more because he didn't want to kill himself, not because he didn't want to kill Brett Kavanaugh.
1: I mean, well, that it may looks be too trying to do both, but yeah. And for the but, record, Matt and Kay do not condone killing politicians. Um, that is correct.
2: I, uh, excuse me, uh, point of order. I, I actually there's several politicians that uh, I, I think need to die. For the
1: record, Dr. K does not condone killing. For the, the <laughs> record. <laughs> glad we've we all the,
0: know. the <laughs> Reverend The <laughs> Reverend Dr. K does not condone violence.
2: Look, things are getting dark, I know, but it has been very hard this year especially for me to keep saying that violence isn't the answer. And and I I've wrote that 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 horse for quite some time but i've just seen year after year of nothing getting done and we elected biden and we got like not only did we get what exactly we predicted it was worse because like we knew biden was going to be shit i didn't think biden was going to be as bad or worse than trump and that's what we got and it's just like
1: no uh, excuse me hold on <clears throat> I told you so. Oh God, that felt good. That felt so good. Feel good. Feel, it felt so good. You, you
2: want to take a moment to rub their nips?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I just clean up at this point.
2: All right, cool, cool. Kay, you can go ahead and <laughs> leave that part in, just so our audience knows what's going on. <laughs> just no so problem. people know
1: what we sound like before Kay edits us. Yeah, you got exactly. it. Right. Um, but also. Man, you are really going to like the panel I just In fact, actually, Matt, if you check the email, I think the, he sent it over. Uh, I was on a panel for the lovely 805 Uncensored podcast, which if our listeners haven't checked it out, you fucking need to. They're amazing.
2: Yeah. What do you do with your life?
1: Yeah, Jesus seriously. Christ. Jordan's um, amazing.
2: And and I, I got his name over. right. First time, okay,
1: right, nice. <laughs> uh, I was part of a panel with uh, with Jordan, a couple people I didn't know, um, to, and somebody else from the Unify Podcast, and also uh, with Daniel Wilson, who's currently running for uh, for the representative seat. Uh, it was really cool, and it was actually talking about. Can we at any point now at this point when dealing with these fascists and Nazis count violence out as a tactic? Is is there is there a peaceful coexistence with people who advocate for genocide? I mean, I'm pretty sure you know what our answer was, Uh, but it's a really good roundtable discussion. Um, And uh, that'll be coming up soon. We have the audio that'll probably be next week or the week after that. We'll have it for you guys. But, Matt, you're going to like that one. That's kind of what we're talking about is we've we've crossed a bridge in this country. And it's something we, we need to recognize. is like, you know, these guys are openly calling themselves white nationalists and fascists. Now, this isn't a label that the left is putting on them. They're admitting it. They're calling themselves Christian fundamentalists, white nationalists, and some of them are calling themselves openly fascist. Shit is gonna go down soon. I just wish that people actually knew what
0: those terms actually meant. Because I think that... But they do. I, I think that they, no, no. Well, okay. I think that the people that are using them know, but mm. I don't think that the general public honestly understand what those terms actually mean and what real effect people calling themselves these things actually has on our society today.
2: But, but because yeah. if the they
0: thing. did, then they would be further. They would be more staunchly against them. They no, would.
2: I, I, disagree. I think they would. No, I don't think so, because Google is a thing that exists. While you were making what you were saying that, Kay, I literally just typed in definition of fascism, and I got yes, Merriam-Webster's yeah. as number one. And, and look, listen, hold on, definition number one. A political philosophy, movement, or regime such such as that of fascism that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimentation, and forcible suppression of opposition. Anybody that reads that should immediately be able to be like, oh, I know what party that sounds like.
0: No, but they don't. But they, they don't, un- unfortunately, but that's why I say that they don't understand the ramifications of what these things, what these terms actually mean when it comes to our society. They think of it kind of as in this analogous term of, oh, well, they're just fascists. It's OK. Or, you know, they're just white nationalists. They're nationalists. They they just they, they don't think about what these terms really mean when they hear them. They don't, I just, I don't go and do that the, the. They don't go and do the twelve second research, and look up and really think about what that definition really
1: means. I, well, I, I think dis- yeah.
2: I couldn't disagree more. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. Well, hold on, real it, quick. It's not about not knowing.
1: Th- think about something though. Is that like Kay's making the point that he wants them to know, and and I think Kay has a point in. I think you're both making separate points. I think Kay is saying, I wish these guys weren't fucking idiots and willfully ignorant. And Matt yeah. is saying there's no goddamn excuse for being this willful ignorant. Oh, because I, finding agree this outtakes, I Matt is making the point that there's no excuse for being this willfully ignorant at all. It takes five seconds and zero effort to not be a total fucking moron about this. Um, and I think you're both correct, but I think you're arguing different arguments.
0: Uh, uh, Matt is saying true.
1: that there's no reason to be this Agreed. ignorant, and Kay is saying, "I wish these people weren't so fucking ignorant." Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, and
0: you're absolutely right. I I think that uh, what you're saying right there is actually the crux of of what our uh, misunderstanding is. Because I do, I wish that they actually cared. I wish that they actually understood. It is willful ignorance. Oh, they absolutely. just don't have an interest in it.
2: Yeah going back to the original point i just i can't anymore I, I just i've reached the point where i just don't believe that we're going to vote ourselves out of this anymore i think the i honestly believe the only way we are this country has a prayer of getting hope is if the left does exactly what the right thinks we're going to do pulls out the guillotines and starts beheading senators like I, hypothetically that's, in minecraft exactly Man, Minecraft's a great game. You can God, you, know, you can do anything right in Minecraft. It's,
1: I've done a lot amazing. of things in Minecraft. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> great. great.
1: Actually, game. you know, we don't need to cover asset, that because you're actually speaking hypothetically of what would happen and what it would take to make fundamental change. And I actually agree. So, no, I think you're good. Never mind. Because yeah. you're not actually threatening a single person or anything like that. Um, my bad. Sorry, I was getting getting carried away there.
2: But yeah, like it's, it's kind of, it's, it's time, you know, it's time to make senators afraid again. It's time to make congressmen afraid again. Like these people have no fear. The wealthy elites in this country and our elected officials have gotten to a point where none of them are afraid of anything anymore. They rule with an iron fist. They want no change. They take our money. They give back nothing. And We've been happily just continuing the cycle, electing them over and over again, because they say a couple of pretty words and give us a nice little uh, soundbite here and there. And I mean, we were talking about this. Out, I
1: said right, off-line. right before we started, we were literally talking yeah. about you know people. I want meaningful reform. What do you want? Give me some specifics that don't violate the Constitution. And the thing is, that's not a gotcha moment. It's 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 hard. And you have multiple sides who are both wrong and won't budge. Like, this is convoluted and shitty. And I'm okay with with it being shitty. And, and, and But understand that. And my problem is everyone's like, it's so simple. Just give toddlers guns. No, that's fucking stupid. Or like, it's simple. Just outlaw everything. No, that's also stupid. And again, a violation of the Constitution, it won't pass. So instead of just trying to put some weird knee-jerk, hardcore far extreme position that nobody will actually ever go for let's have a nuanced conversation about things that are hard but nobody wants that well,
2: because it's fucking hard and it requires nuance it requires yeah. deep thought there is no fucking one single thing that we're going to legislate into into this country's you know into anything into law that's going to magically fix every problem these problems are multi-layered and systemic you know even like here's the thing tomorrow joe biden could forgive all student debt forgive it that would be massive i'm not trying to minimize it. with the it. stroke would,
1: of a pen
2: with a, yes with the stroke of a pen it would be massive and for a little while a lot of people would be better off but that isn't going to that's that's a bandaid on a broken arm that's not going to fix income inequality that's not going fi- to fix fix uh, our our you know corporate you know pollute, corporations polluting our 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 planet it's not going to fix corruption in politics like there are multiple, multiple steps that need to be taken to fix problems from from income inequality to, um, to the gun issue, to drug issues. All of these things require multiple solutions all being done at once. And the only way to do that is with a Congress that's motivated to help people and not motivated to line their own pockets. And I don't care what party you belong to. Neither one of them is that.
1: Yeah, 100% correct. I agree. I agree with you. Um,
0: So then I kind of have to ask the question, well, what's the first step to do that? Is that taking uh, the money out of politics?
1: Um, Okay. I don't don't mean to sound like doom and gloom, but there isn't one. Uh, Revolution. Like, we've we've crossed the threshold. There is no going back. Sure, I understand that. But,
0: like, barring not having a revolution, like... Okay, but what's, what's a good first step? But there I, is a I'm asking that, a question. I know, okay. and
1: I'm saying the house is engulfed in flames, and you're saying what can I do besides getting water damage? And I'm saying there is none. We need to okay. spray water on the house; it's burning to the ground. And it's like, well, yes, but that would cause water damage. So what else can we do? And it's like, I mean, the time for waving blankets is over. That was 30 years ago. So this could the, have been headed off. I, I get
2: where you're coming from, Kay, because like I've I've been that position for so long. It's like. I don't want to see this country torn apart. I don't want to see war. I don't want to see riots. That's scary as fuck. I'm a father of two, and I just bought a house for crying out loud. That kind of instability is the thing that turns people like me into paupers on the street or dead. It's scary. It's terrifying. But you know what's even more terrifying? Turning on the goddamn news every day in our current in our current timeline. It sucks. But like, I'm sorry. I don't know what else. I don't know what the answer is because there's no way. The only way to to fix things the way you're asking for, Kay, is if tomorrow everyone woke up and decided, you know what? I'm not going to vote for any Democrat or Republican ever again. I'm going to vote for people that actually want to change and then make those people that they vote in
1: actually do the work they got voted in. I I, I don't actually know that that would work at this point. And seriously, I think if the American people all woke up tomorrow and you, and and held hands and Kumbayad and, and 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 decided to not vote for the two parties, it wouldn't matter anymore. because we've we've gotten to a point where it does not matter.
2: The yeah, Supreme I, Court has completely legalized permanent like, bribery.
1: Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, we, we have an electoral college that elects leaders that do not have the popular vote. Like it doesn't matter anymore. Because that's the thing, is the governor selects the electoral college so every single person can vote a third party candidate vote the same one And the governor says nah democratic electors and you know what happens if that gets that gets uh um uh brought to brought to question it goes to congress and the fucking uh supreme court and do you really think they're gonna upset the status quo fuck no, no. we have a runaway train there is no power anymore for it voting is damage mitigation that's all it is that's all it is a, we, we are not in control of this government at all, whatsoever. There, there are a couple of dozen people who buy and pay for the government that runs us. We, we are not free. This is not a democracy. It's not even a functioning republic anymore. This is an absolute oligarchy that is skyrocketing towards serfdom. So, no. The, the, I, again, and, and and you're and feel free to disagree. I'm not chastising you. I'm just saying, like. There, I, this isn't me trying to push something. There is no, I don't see any viable option because the the horse is out of the barn.
2: Again. Yeah. That was me just trying to pull something out of my ass as a happenstance that might make that work. But, but it's true. Like the system itself is designed. And here's the thing. Even if all those people got in they're then working in a system that was designed to make them wealthy. So long as they make everyone else poorer your motivation to be a good, it is so hard. Like we, I mean, we've talked about it with people like AOC. Like I don't think AOC went into um, politics to become a, uh, basically just another bootlegging democratic show.
1: No, I think she went in for all the right reasons.
2: Exactly. But look what's happened. She has been forced to make concession after concession, just to get a few things on her agenda passed. And in doing so, she has sold out to the Democratic Party. Yep. She criticizes them. She's very vocal on Twitter but and at the end on, of the day, but, but she does, she does nothing. Yeah, it's yeah. talking points. It, it, she's she's a a toothless. Uh, t- she's become a toothless tiger. That's really what it is. Because yeah. if she was willing to hold the Democratic Party hostage, then maybe after a lot of time they'd learn their lesson. But she's not willing to do that because, in her view, and I get it, like. There's two. There's a lot of people that, in her view, are going to suffer. The more power the Republicans win, so she joins with the Democrats and stops them at a few super points. We get to delay the inevitable. For but even then, I don't even years. think
1: if AOC held them hostage, it would matter. Because, in all honesty, the Democrats have no interest in serving even a special interest of voters. Like the Democratic Party runs on the ticket of we're not the Republicans now.
0: That's all it
2: is. Here's the thing. I agree. It would take a united front of the few actual leftists and progressives we have in office constantly forcing Dems to lose. And here's the thing. The public opinion would have to be on their side. And that's not going to happen because the Dems have a great PR machine at making every liberal in the country think progressives are the bad guys.
1: Or like a handful of choppy guillotines.
2: Yeah. Again, that's, that's it. Like look how fast people moved when, when there was chalk drawings in front of a, a a justice's house or a Senator's house. Like
1: fear. That that is is handled instantly because again, that goes against the status quo. Threatening, threatening Supreme court justices. These is novel and terrifying to them. And that violates the social order that we're in. So it will be dealt with swiftly. Uh, I mean, the, the, the school shooting in Uvali. you know, look what happened. We, we are just now yesterday finally got to hear the story of the mother who went in and rescued her children because she was on probation and the cops came and told her that if she talked to the media, they'd violate her probation and throw her in prison and take her kids away. So she had to go before a judge and have a, ju- and have a judge make an order that her violated, her probation could not be violated by this. And I guarantee her life is still going to be terrorized by these fucking cowards Um, But we just finally got to hear her story yesterday because she needed a court order to be able to use her First Amendment right to speak to the press about how she was tased, arrested, cuffed, had to talk her way out of the cuffs and then violate the police, blow past them and literally escape them, go into the school, rescue her two kids and another kid. She rescued a strange kid along the way. And by the way, when she did that, the cops were cutting through the gates to get to her, not to get to the shooter. They wouldn't try to break a barricade to get to the shooter. But once she got inside, they immediately started cutting the fence to try to get through to her to arrest her.
2: I, I don't know how you vote that out. You don't. I, 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 that, that's, that's basically where it is. The laundry list of things that would legislation and changes that need to happen are only going to happen under the threat of violence to the people in power. That That's yep. the only way.
1: And, and you always can't can.
2: vote. Yeah, you can't vote them in. You can't. You simply cannot. There is not a single politician that has the the guts or the ability or will to enact the changes that are going to help people in this country.
1: But here's my quick question: Is like okay? So Kay, as someone who does it, like you disagree with us, and that, that's good. But like, what is your? Because you're a little more optimistic than we are about this. I am. What would what would you prescribe?
0: that is a very tough question and I, and I don't have the answers. I've never preached to have the answers either. That's fair. Yeah. I and don't get me wrong I don't think that you guys are wrong. I don't think that your uh, your prescription of outright violence for the people that that are in power I don't think that that wouldn't work. I guess my viewpoint is that I always hope for there to be a simpler, easier way where we don't have to hurt a whole bunch of people to get what this country needs. And that may be foolish and starry eyed, but uh, I don't know. I I just feel like I need to be more optimistic about the world than, than the doom and gloom of the only way that this is going to change is through you know, massive revolt and, and violence. And, and I don't have a good, a good alternative for it. I don't know that there is a good alternative for it.
2: I, I look at it this way. Okay. There are literally millions of people in this country dying every day because of hunger, poverty, drug use, police brutality. Oh, um, traps. Yeah. Existing is Brown. Uh, there are millions dying. So if the solution to cure, to fixing that is that we bring out 435 uh, members of the, of the House of Representatives and another 100 members of the Senate and a president and we cut their fucking heads off, if that fixes the millions of people that are dying because of their inaction, to me, it's just simply the right people dying for a change. Man, and, this and is I not don't...
1: going on YouTube.
2: Yeah. By the way, I (laughs) I should probably mention this. this Episode on YouTube. (laughs) I'm just yeah. I'm going to put this out there. Like, I'm going to try it, but this is probably going to be a strike on YouTube. So, if anybody that listens to this is listening on YouTube, and you're wondering uh, where our episode is this week, YouTube's probably going to hit us hard for this one.
0: Here's the thing. Um, It's not that I don't think that uh, the end result could be achieved. The the thing that I think about is even if we were to do all of what you just stated, it doesn't change overnight. Uh,
1: like, I it doesn't just... That
0: yeah, does. That's how revolution no, works. It no, changes no, 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 overnight. Hold on. What, what I mean is is all of a sudden, people don't just stop starving of hunger, or dying of hunger. No. Like, it doesn't just happen overnight. No, like, the, but the, this but is... You,
1: the this system is a that continu-
0: causes it is abolished overnight. Agreed but i think that sometimes people get wrapped up in this idea that if this one if this one thing happened then all of this other stuff will stop happening and it doesn't it just doesn't happen that quickly now i'm not saying that it can't and that it won't eventually lead to all of these other things but let's not get wrapped up in the idea that all of a sudden just because all of that stuff Ha- that 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 the the beginning of it happens, it, it, it's not overnight. But no, no one yeah, suggested but, but I'm, that. Yeah, that's, like, that's no the one has made that point. Yeah, I'm uh, not making I didn't the say argument that, you that we did. I said let's not get wrapped up in that. Like, but, let's, but no, let's no one not is getting wrapped up in that. In that. I, I don't like, want it like, to sound as if you get what I mean. No, no. Like sometimes you guys say it as if. All of a sudden, you know, we chop off five hundred and eighteen heads, and all of a sudden, everybody's got something to eat. All of a sudden, everybody's got fucking health care. All no. of a sudden, cops stop killing brown people, and it no. doesn't happen like that. No, no, no but no that's the way you did. make it. But, no, but that's the way you make it seem. But okay, I don't know why, how I make. I don't it know what have we said that makes you words. think that?
1: Yeah, Well, what have we said that makes you that has given you that impression?
0: Because that's the way you make it sound. You make it sound as if violent revolution happens, and all of a sudden, everybody that has all these horrible things happen to them, it just stops. No,
2: no. no. no and no let me be clear. That. Let me let me be clear. Just just to get this out of the way and not get wrapped up in minutiae of argument here. I don't believe that's what's going on, and I don't think anybody that advocates for this believes that either. No. Here's the thing, what does happen is the system that has been created, the system that has allowed for all of these injustices to happen, that gets taken down. And then we begin the hard long task of repairing the damage with a new system in place specifically designed to do so. It takes time.
1: But even yes, then a, I, a lot of the big things do happen very quickly. Like like, like I, we already, but that's the thing. Like things
2: for legislating and enacting law, like we can, like, it, it literally is a stroke of a pen. It's a matter of enforcement. Like, that's the part that takes time is having the, 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 the might, the, I guess, political uh, and military uh, might to enforce those things. It's kind of like we were talking about with, um, when we did the Civil War episode. It's like if we had just, if the North had just kept occupying the South, It would have been a history might have played out a little bit different.
1: And even things that are quicker than I mean, we're talking about like starving people, right? Like, no, no, if you change, if you go and, you know, take out every single CEO of every single food, transportation, grocery company, bring them out to the choppy boys and the next guy in terms to start giving away your food. I mean, everyone would get fed within days of that happening. If you set up a system for the distribution of goods which already exists. The infrastructure is there. The yeah, food, the production, and the infrastructure to feed every single human being in this country already exists. You just have to stop throwing food away and stop denying people the right to eat. That's all you have to do. That could change over fucking night. You could abolish the Border Patrol, which, by the way, the Supreme Court yesterday gave them immunity of all lawsuits for violation of, cri- of, uh, of federal crimes.
2: Within, like, is it a hundred miles of the border?
1: Yes, you could you could abolish ICE overnight. Now, police violence, no, that's not going to be abolished overnight at all. However, you could immediately dismantle the Supreme Court and all the protections they have overnight, and you would see you would see police stations and police policies changing very rapidly once all their little golden parachutes and shields were gone, like. It happens pretty quick. And if you look at the history of revolutions, I mean, Cuba went from fucking, what, like 15% literacy rate to 90 within five years. Every single person got vaccinated and fed and educated. They completely eradicated slavery and hunger. Like, no, you can actually change things really fucking quick once you eliminate all the people who are fucking everything up.
2: Well, let's remember, too, that as a planet, this entire planet produces enough food to feed every single person like twice over
1: mm-hmm. it, that thing is the infrastructure is already there we don't got to build yeah. it
2: and, and that's i think that's the other thing i want to make clear too Kay is there are great things about what we have now we have um you know telecommunications we have all these systems that have been built up it's not like we 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 you know have a revolution. And we're like, well, you know what? These cell phones are great, but they were part of the old world. So let's fucking throw them <laughs> out. Like, we're not going to do that. You know, it's like, hey, the internet is fucking amazing. It gives everyone access to knowledge. You know what? But yeah, but that started as a government program back in the '80s. So fuck that. Like, we're not. That's not what we're talking about doing here. We're talking I, about eliminating. I, okay, I, I'm just making sure because it sounds like you think that we're no. That's gonna no, go not back at all. Age. Like, no, not at all.
0: That's that's not what I said at all. You guys are so stuck on this, like that I am so against it. No,
1: that you, you were making a point that it makes it that we're saying that everything would be kumbaya within twenty four hours of a revolution, and we're saying and, we're and not and ever advocating for that.
0: No, and the but, only reason I can but come sometimes up with
1: when you talk about it, that's the way you make it sound. Okay, but understand, you're saying that something sounds a way, which is an opinion and you can yeah. give us no examples me, of what we're saying. Like it's like okay, what words are we using that's triggering that mentality you're like okay, when you say stuff like this, blank x, it sounds so like when this. you when you guys say we chop some people that need it. Uh-huh.
0: And all of, you know, and 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 everything changes. Yes, I agree that everything changes. Uh, then we also need to talk about the things that you guys were just talking about in terms of how do these things then change? Not just that it changes, because when you say that it changes, my mind jumps to, well, how fast does this actually happen? Very fast. It it does happen very fast, but it's not overnight.
1: It damn near is. There's a playbook for this. Like you should read Lenin State and Revolution. Like there's a playbook for this and it's been done over and over again where it literally happens overnight. Like, it happened, like, the, the, the fucking Soviet Politburo was established within a week of the Soviet Revolution. The Cubans established their government within days where people were immediately getting fed in healthcare. Like, if, if, if an actual people's revolution takes place, not a revolution like the Americans had against the British where it was an oligarch revolution. If an actual people's revolution takes place, it happens. It, look what Thomas Sankara, uh, Thomas Sankara did. In fucking Africa, like that guy completely revolutionized the country within a year. And again, within weeks, everyone was fed. So like, no, it actually happens very rapidly if it's a people's revolution. It does happen damn near overnight. Not every problem, legislative problems take years, but problems in terms of getting people food, getting people transportation, getting people medicine, securing the general welfare of the public, that happens immediately. Because you're not establishing an infrastructure. All you're doing is chopping off the heads of the roadblocks. It's like clearing traffic. If there's a traffic jam, suddenly you open up all the lanes. It happens very rapidly that the freeway resumes to normal. Because you're not building a freeway. That takes years. You're simply removing the obstacle. I mean,
2: ideally in this situation, we're putting in new people into power. To fill roles that already exist.
1: Yeah. Now you again, you'd have to draft a new constitution. You have to set up a new legislation. Now that takes sure that would take months at minimum. And um, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Well, but who gives a shit about that? We're talking about fucking feeding people, dude. Well, but here's
2: here's the thing. This is what I feel like. Here's <laughs> what I feel I like think is happening. It's all
1: part and parcel. But it's not. But, but again,
2: <laughs> but hold on, hold on. This is what I feel like is happening. We're advocating for X. Now, we haven't made any claims about the late, like we before you said this, we didn't make any declarations about how fast or slow this was going to be. We're just saying we're tired of people are dying. We think some, some people need the choppy chop so that won't happen. And upon hearing us say that, your assumption is immediately that we're talking about this happening overnight. That's an assumption on your part. We didn't say anything to indicate that's what we feel. You're hearing us say this and thinking, well, they clearly think this is going to happen instantly. Well, no, we, we don't think that. We don't yeah. think that at all.
1: <laughs> and I think the important things would happen damn near instantly. And the less important things would take more time. Okay. Fine.
0: I, I mean, I, I'm not arguing with you about the actual timeline. Like, I'm just saying that sometimes when you guys talk about it, it seems as if when you talk about it, to me, mm-hmm. That you make it seem like it it would just all of a sudden all of those things would be fixed, and it's not that simple. Like there has to be a plan. Like there has to be things that happen for all of these things to happen. Yes,
1: like, it's a plan. not
0: just as it's not just as simple as the choppy chop and everything all of a sudden is done, and that's all yes. I was trying to say.
2: But but we're having a podcast. We're not actually at the gates of 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 the White House. <laughs> You know, trying to tell everyone what we're going to do next. We're simplifying right, things fine. for the sake of the public. I don't care
0: about it anymore. I'm I'm done talking about it, to be fucking honest.
2: That, hold on. We just hit a milestone, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 74, and this is the first time that Matt and Kay have actually gotten into an argument. Chris, you were part of it, <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not going to count that. Kay, I can't believe it. You, I, I think this might actually be the first time you and I actually I actually think it's actually the first time that Kay and
1: Matt have gotten an argument. Usually it's me or Matt or me and Kay. It's usually me talking to one of you two.
2: You know, it doesn't feel great, Kay, but I think this was needed for our relationship to
1: grow. And then they fucked. But historians would just say they were good friends. True, true. Well, no, no, it's, it's 2020. But we can on, on the point of that argument, and we can we can table it and move on, but something sure. I think that is... I think Kay's point is what a lot of people have as well, because I've actually heard this reiterated from a lot of people it's like, okay well, you t- you advocate for revolution, but then what? You burn it down, but then what do you do? Because all you ever talk about is burning it down. and you got to read some theory because there there is a playbook and it and it was written one hundred and fifty years ago, and it works really well until the CIA ruins your country. Uh, But that's a whole different podcast. But like, that's the thing It's like, so if anybody hears this and is wondering, yeah, what the fuck does come after the choppy chop? It's like, yeah, read, read the Communist Manifesto, read State and Revolution, even, even though I don't, I'm not a fan of Trotsky. He wrote some good shit. You know, Mao was a fucking idiot, but he had some really good ideas on how to actually unite people who are working class. Read about Thomas Sankara and the shit he did. Like, there are people who have done these roads and the hard work ahead of us we just need the political and social will to enact and that i think is actually the hardest part
2: ideas not uh was it ideas not ideology was some quote like that but it, it it's know. basically like look for good ideas wherever they come doesn't matter you know if if you know a communist has a good idea or a capitalist has a good idea or uh, you know mm, any, <laughs> I, my only suggestion is that it's a good idea like okay, like here's the thing uh, yeah i'm not suggesting this is hypothetical so please but like if it was a capitalist that came up with the idea of universal health care granted that would be a really yeah, weird thing for a capitalist to say but if a capitalist was like you know what our healthcare system is broken maybe capitalism isn't the way to fix this maybe we need unified universal health care i'd true. be like Fucking great idea.
1: I don't trust any capitalist motivation, but they can have decent ideas for for inventions yeah. and, and, and thought process. Not when it comes to human suffering, but yes, you're absolutely right. The cell phone was invented by capitalists, and it's a wonderful invention.
2: Exactly. And I, I would even go so far as, I mean, I know we bicker and fight. We're all very passionate guys when we are very entombed in our positions. And so it does lead to a little bit of aggressiveness. But part of the reason why I think K is important here is because – you know, Chris
1: yeah, has always
2: has always been a bit of a radical, and yeah, and clearly middle
1: of the road centrist.
2: Yeah, In what fucking In world? Right, right, is, right like, leaning
1: centrist. Always.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, then, then then admit to me that horseshoe theory is true.
1: <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Want to Hear the sounds of vomiting yeah. on a podcast.
2: Exactly. Exactly. But the reason we've got to have K here is, and again, I I mean this to be complimentary, is K. You oftentimes I think represent the everyman, and that I and I there are times where I well, side he represents with you the above.
1: non-radical,
2: exactly. And it's good to have that viewpoint because here's the thing: he's asking a good fucking question. What happens after the revolution is a question that needs to be answered before the fucking revolution happens. Like. Yep. If you don't have the answer, the revolution ain't going to end well.
1: And if anybody actually has that question for us, shoot us an email. I'll send you some literature.
2: But again, like so many of these problems, it's not a simple, well, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and then everything's going to be happy puppies and rainbows. It doesn't work that way. It All of human history is a slog of entropy and rebirth. Like, that's all, that's all it is. Like, it's good. We got to tear it down and then build it back up. The Phoenix is going to you know, rise from its own ashes. Like, we've got to just continue going forward until we get to a point where death and destruction is no longer a factor in our beings. And I know that got a little woo out there and I apologize for it, but that's just the way it is. You know, we have to figure it out. We have to be willing to tear down what doesn't work and build something better in its place.
1: Yeah. Uh, I completely agree that, but that takes, that's generational. And again, that, that comes to, we just have to fucking decide to do it because this nation has had multiple opportunities to not lose its fucking soul. We had a revolution against the, against a monarchy and that could have been a revolution of actually about freedom. And it wasn't, it was about freedom for rich people to not pay taxes and control the government. It's like we literally substituted a monarchy for something worse somehow. And that's and been here since, since day one. And then we had a civil war. And that could have changed things. The civil war could have really changed things and actually separated our cultures so that the progressive United States actually could have been something that bordered on subethical instead of just monstrous. Um, but we didn't. We decided that unity was more important than freedom and civil liberty and, and, and morality. You know, because Lincoln was a piece of shit. Lincoln was not the hero you think he is, you know, and Lincoln was a jackass. And we got to also remember that, like, holding hands with the worst party is also worse. Like, you know, it's actually funny. There's a lot of right wingers who are like, well, Lincoln wasn't, you know, Lincoln was a Republican who would work with Democrats. And it's like, I mean, just read the next page of that history book. (laughs) There's something happened after that to him. You might want to check it out.
2: But you bring up a good point, though, Chris. Like That's actually valid because that mentality exists today. It's this weird – it's where people like Andrew Yang come come from. It's this I I just want to see Kubaya. Some genocide. Yeah. It's just light these, genocide. These light people genocide. over
1: here want a geno- well, well, you know, these people over here want to bring about the Third Reich. And these people over here want universal health care. They're the same. We need to find the middle. Shut the fuck up i and and again this goes back to like the mlk quote about the white moderate that it was it was more dangerous there's actually it's funny you know this is again this is something that's always been around but it's something that white people are starting to understand is is this and i've seen a lot on social media on reddit on tiktok you know where, where there's a lot of people of color who are like yeah we actually prefer the overt racism of the south than the subtle racism
2: because it's Cause easy him. to identify, yeah, it's right yeah, there. someone has got face. a picture
1: of buckwheat on the front of their bar. It's pretty fucking obvious that that guy's a piece of shit. But when you go to a fucking cupcake shop and they just, you know, tell you how well spoken you are, you know, you don't you don't realize where you are until it gets to a point where you're already a victim of it. And and we could have avoided all of that, but we decided that Kumbaya was the way that unity was the way, and again, unity for white people was the way, and that's what Andrew Yang brings about. I'm really sorry, but Andrew Yang, and I, I, people are like, but he's he's, he's Asian. Andrew Wei Yang's a fucking white nationalist. Andrew Yang is the same breed. Andrew Yang is an absolute nationalist. He believes in the white supremacist culture of the United States. He believes in maintaining the status quo. Andrew Yang would love nothing more than to bring back the Clinton years. That's what he wants. He wants it to be the 90s again. And the 90s were not a good time for anybody who wasn't straight and white and Christian.
2: This went so – <laughs> Way, way out, out of the of plan. What, yeah, of what we had planned. But that actually is a good uh, segue to one thing we didn't want to talk about, but have it. And, and, and the reason I want to bring it up is because it kind of matters to me, matters in this vein, is Matthew McConaughey. It's, it's another celebrity that's running all prophecy. Right, He's been kind right, of all right. <laughs> yeah. He's been kind of floating this idea for a while. Like I've been hearing rumors about him wanting to run for office for a couple of years now. And he's been taking more and more out there political stint. Like, I don't mean out there as far as they're they're crazy, but he's putting himself out there. He's talking about
1: popular stuff going on.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, And it's like he just spoke in front of Congress and he was of every politician I've heard speak. He was the only one that said anything that I felt like mattered. That actually, like, he actually believed what he was saying, and this is what led to the, the conversation. Chris and I were talking about that we were having off off screen before the episode. Is it ends up being lip service, and you know, Matthew McConaughey may run. And my question is, because Chris and I, you and I, were also kind of debating a little bit in chat about his motivations and whether or not he was sincere in his beliefs and. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, do you think he's the kind of person based on what you may have or have not seen so far that if he were elected to office, he would actually work to fight for the changes he was talking about? And for those of you that haven't seen it, he's talking about um, uh, increasing the age to where you can buy a gun to 21, closing all the loopholes and, and just basic common sense reform that we've all talked about here. And yeah.
1: There. So well, for uh, I'll take a, a couple pieces of time. So first of all, he's actually he's actually one of the first people to to actually lay out a, a couple of points plan that I agree with. Matthew McConaughey wants to rage the age of gun purchasing to 21. I actually think that's a really good fucking idea because raging, raising the, per like it's just like making the, the age of buying alcohol 21 does not, is not a prohibition on alcohol, right? Raising the buying age to 21 is not a prohibition on firearms. Because again, I I agree with Marx here under no, under no pretext should the the proletariat ever be disarmed. That does not change that. What that does is wait until your prefrontal cortex is developed before you can buy a firearm. I think that's actually a really good idea. Like the adult age is 18. You're really not an adult till you're 20 in most cases. Yes. Now, well, trauma can okay. make sure you're an adult at five or it can make you an adult at 30. But generally people, yeah. it's usually a window between like 18 and 20 before that. You're really making adult decisions. You know, there, there's a variable for everyone. But making it 21 really kind of assures that all the horses have crossed that line or at least a whole lot more. But beyond that, he wants to institute the the part that I think is actually the most important is waiting periods. So in California, we have a 10 day waiting period for any firearm, whether that's handgun, shotgun, rifle, automatic, doesn't matter what you're getting. There is a 10 day waiting period on buying a firearm. And that has been proven to save countless lives and lives that First of all, not only would this stop things like mass shootings, would it, the people it really saves are women. Um, yep. The 10-day waiting period has brought down the cases of domestic violence deaths huge. I mean, like exponentially in this state. That cooling off period is huge and it saves a fuck ton of lives. And again, that is not disarming the population. That is making sure – because again, I'm sorry. At no point in time do you need a gun and you can't wait 10 days. If you yeah. absolutely need to buy a gun on this on a sudden decision, it can't wait ten days. You probably shouldn't have a fucking gun. It's just that simple.
2: And it's one of those things that in way no way infringes on all the people yeah. that are saying like I want like no we're we're not saying you can't have a gun. We're not saying you can't own a gun. We're not saying you can't own many guns. We're just saying if you want it. You got to be 21 yep. and you got to wait 10 days.
1: And make private party transfers have to go through a federal drossing. Again, and that's how it is in California, but you close gun show loopholes where you can't transfer private property and inheritance. Again, you can inherit your grandpappy's guns. You just have to dross them, which means you have to go through the federal background check. Are you of age? Have you committed a bunch of gun felonies? Are you currently have a restraining order for domestic violence? Like these are things that California says you can't buy a gun if these are going on. And I actually don't believe in restricting gun purchasing from felons just because they're felons. I think it actually needs to be a violent or gun-related crime. Yeah, yes, that. I believe if someone commits a firearm felony, yes, they should lose their right to, to firearms. But if someone commits fucking tax fraud, I don't see why they lose their right to vote and they lose their right to guns. That's dumb. Anyway, that's a side point. But Matthew McConaughey advocates for those three things and that I'm actually with. Because what what we have here is this is not the arming children and teachers and this is not the abolition. And those two points make no sense because if you're talking about abolishing, first of all, it's a – number one, it's a violation of the Bill of Rights. I make this argument. Nobody – very few people make this argument, and it's what really scares me is the idea of creating an abolition is a direct violation of the Second Amendment. You say, well, fuck it. The Second Amendment's bullshit. Okay, but what happens when we just decide we're allowed to legislate laws against amendments you like? Because what happens when you just have the Fourth Amendment doesn't matter or the Fifth Amendment doesn't matter? What happens when the First Amendment doesn't matter? (laughs) Yeah, like, Supreme but how Court fucked literally fucked just did that? that. Yeah. yeah, the Supreme Court fucked up the Fourth Amendment. Like, that's a fucking problem. And so, to legislate, to have the Senate be able to legislate laws that violate the Constitution and the Bill of Rights because of public outcry is a fucking problem. If it's that big of a deal, we amend the Constitution, or we put through common sense things like this is where this isn't a violation of the Constitution, but will save countless lives. The problem is the NRA doesn't want that to happen because those things hurt gun sales. But the other option is to, again, by banning and by doing things like that, you ask law enforcement to disarm the public. Do you really think the sheriffs out in in fucking buttfuck nowhere are going to go disarm their Oathkeeper buddies? No, we are just going to see communities of color get thrown in prison. That's all it is. And that's what happens every time because all gun banning is inherently racist in this country. It's not in every country, but in the United States, gun bans are racist. And they're always enforced racially because they're enforced by the police. So there's no way around it. If you ask me, like, and sorry, and that was alarmed about, but that, that's what I feel about his firearm strike. Now, the second part you're talking about of, do I believe his intentions? I don't know him. I don't know much. I know that Matthew McConaughey doesn't need money. Yeah. and i know that matthew mcconaughey doesn't need anything so this is clearly just an ego project it's one of two things it's either an ego project or he actually gives a shit right but either of those two things what i like about matthew mcconaughey is he's not a politician and we had arnold schwarzenegger's governor and he's the greatest republican governor we've ever had yeah. republicans suck and arnold schwarzenegger's barely republican he's a texas demo a texas democrat and a california republican are the same thing right and that's what he is. He's a he's a liberal Republican. Now, everything he did wasn't perfect, but he thought draconian, gu- uh, draconian drug laws were stupid. He believed in common sense gun laws. Like, he believed in actual humanity. And he actually did a lot of things to help the working class people. And he gave his shit. Because, again, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't need to sell his fucking soul to get into office. He didn't need oil companies to lobby for him.
2: That I right? agree with. He, he actually did it because he he really does love America. He does, like, and he, and he, he wanted he really does. to do
1: it. And that's why I'm saying, like, I don't believe in everything he does. I guarantee, I mean, Matthew McConaughey is a, 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 a kind of a Texas Democrat, you know? So, no, I disagree with him about a whole lot of shit. He would definitely never be my first choice for a vote. But if we're going to put, if there's anyone who could do it, it would be someone like that. You know, someone who could appeal to both and does not want to be caught in demagoguery and cannot be bought by special interest groups. So, no, he wouldn't be who I'd vote for because I won't vote for capitalists. But no. if you're asking, do I think that he would come at this with the right motivations and right intentions and come non-corrupt? Yes, I do. I think he would be a good way to to help get someone who was not corrupt in office.
2: Well, and just to... Just to clarify. So like he was floating the idea of running for governor, I think a year or two ago and eventually came out and said he, after talking with his family about it, like he's he's got three kids, like ages eight, 11 and 13. He's got his wife. He's, he's, he's actually a pretty big into family type dude. And he's, he likes working in the industry. Like Like you said, he's got money and he's like, but he, he, came out and said, like, I'm not ruling out a run eventually. And I'm definitely planning on entering into politics at some point, at some capacity. Um, But he said not necessarily in the traditional sense. And this was back in like 2021 when he was on like Jimmy Fallon. So clearly, again, I think things like when they make statements like that and then you come out publicly like he just did about gun control. To me, that's clearly testing the waters. I think he's, yes, I would he's agree. feeling it out. He's feeling it out. See what's going on. Uh, see what kind of response he gets, which obviously it's been popular. The news has been blowing up. Like people are tweeting about him, memeing him like he's he's getting a lot of good press from it. Uh, So I think even if he doesn't go for like the full-blown governor, like I think he's going to, like he said, enter into politics at some capacity eventually. At this point, like I think his youngest is going to be nine or 10 by the time he can enter the next race, maybe 11, something like that. So by then the youngest will be old enough that I think he can do it.
1: Yeah. I, I I don't know. But like, what do you think about the corruption thing? Like, do you think that's an accurate?
2: No, I think you've got a fair point there. I do agree that it's just, and this is what I was telling you in the chat. It's the bar is already so low saying yeah. that Schwarzenegger is the best Republican governor the state of California has ever had. It's not hard to do that. Like,
1: I mean. I actually saw someone do a, a a point by point comparison, like something to keep in perspective of also where we've gone in this country. Nixon was more liberal than Obama.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: So I agree. The bar's pretty fucking low on this one.
2: So it, my big thing is just, we ended up saying we, we needed to see his platform before we really made decisions. And I think that's a good, I, that that's a good uh, stance to take. I am just so tired of seeing randos and Hollywood actors and people like that running for office.
1: Oh, what's her name? Who was running for governor? The Kardashians. Um,
2: Jenner. Uh, Caitlyn. Caitlin. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner yeah yeah
1: Yeah am that like that's the like,
2: at best we get another schwarzenegger which who again oh he was decent for a republican but like he was still conservative and still did some shitty things we get that's the best we can hope for and the worst we can hope for we already got we get trump reagan th- those those that's that's what we risk i think every time someone like this Gets put up there now. Again, I don't think McConaughey's as idiotic as Trump or as racist as Trump. But even when you're just somebody who's already wealthy, it's the same thing as what's that guy's name? I
1: guess my I guess my thing is that he's wealthy in terms of he's a he's a well known actor and he has millions, but he's not a billionaire. Like that's the difference to me. It's like this: he's not an oil tycoon. He's not a banking tycoon. Like I draw the line at someone who has been successful and has a few million. Again, that's not terrific, but, like, this isn't an oligarch who's who's starving children. You know what I mean?
2: And, and I agree. You've got a fair point there. Uh, there is a different mentality. Like, Matthew McConaughey running for office versus, say, like, Elon Musk running for office. Exactly. office are two, Yeah, very fucking different yeah. things that we need and, to, and like... And I'm
1: not trying to fanboy for McConaughey running. I yeah. just think we could do a lot worse.
2: And you're absolutely right, but I'm just... It comes out to like, isn't that just another form of the lesser of two evils? Yeah.
1: Oh, one again. I would tell he would never get my vote. I will. I will not vote for him. Period. He wouldn't get my vote. I'm just saying it wouldn't. It wouldn't break my heart.
2: And and that's kind of where I'm coming at from this. I'm just so I want. So I here's and again this is going to be weird, but I want a politicians whose actions. Actually, live up to the hype. I want a po- I want a politician to be what I thought Obama was when I voted.
1: Well, again, we 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 saw that with the Bernie Sanders campaign. Is the establishment will not let it happen? But okay, what's your take on McConaughey? Um, I think that McConaughey
0: is truly interested in politics for good reason. I feel like there's no reason for him otherwise to even dip his toes in. He's not like Trump in terms of that he is a failed businessman that has owed favors and rubbed elbows with with powerful people his entire life. He was an actor that has worked his way up and, and is now financially in a position where he can actually put that towards something that hopefully he believes in. And if that's a little bit more right-leaning or a little bit more left-leaning, uh, I think that that's fine, but I, I I get the feeling
1: that he's doing it for the right reason. Yeah, that's kind of my take, too, is I think I don't necessarily trust his platform, not I'm saying I would ever support him, but I do trust his motivations, at least so far. Yeah, I, I, I,
0: I don't think he is beholden to anybody. There's no reason for him to be beholden to anybody that can... Always change. Yes.
2: I find it hard to disagree with your take because I always want to latch onto the hope, but like politics in the U.S. is a fucking meat grinder.
0: Yeah, but and I, that wasn't people, hopeful. That was just <laughs> that, that. was just the plain fact.
2: Fair enough. But it's just whenever I see people like him, like AOC, it feels to me like it's a person saying, "I this meat grinder is hurting people. I'm going to fix it by jumping into
0: it. But what the big difference between him and AOC is, is AOC was in it for the right reason, but she has nothing else to support her in that right reason. She wasn't financially independent, so she's got to... You know, when she became a politician... Yeah. Uh, she had a a politician, she, yeah. Well, not only did she had to have to fundraise, but once she got elected, she didn't even have enough money to get in a
1: fucking apartment. Well, and also once she was in to get on any committees and do any good, she had to kiss Pelosi's ring. Yeah. Like that's one of the biggest problems with the Senate and the house is that you have to, even if you, even if you're pulling a whole Mr. Smith goes to Washington thing, like there's rings. You got to kiss if you want to actually do any good. And so it's like, there is no way to even get into that machine because again, you're jumping in a vat of oil to clean it up. You cannot do that without getting dirty. And that's why I say we got to burn it because there's no going back at this point. And yeah, and I think some, I think again, I'm with you, Matt, that yes, I don't like rich celebrities doing this. And I don't, again, that stinks of oligarchy too. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying at least we know he's not dirty.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Man, did this did this ever go off the rails? For everyone listening, like we we had a plan coming into this. It was going to be McConaughey, the Nova vaccine uh, vaccine, which we didn't even talk about, and Kavanaugh. And we went fucking way off the rails. <laughs> um, But you know what? If you're listening to this podcast, you probably you know already like that. Yeah, you know us. You like that about us. So uh, I, I'm okay with it.
1: Yep. But hang in there. And again, hopefully next week we'll have more to talk about with these hearings. We'll see what happens to the January 6th committee. Hopefully be wrapped up by next week, if not, whatever. But uh, we'll have, since it started today, we'll have a better update for you next time. We'll we'll probably get a whole bunch into that. And maybe we'll even talk about the Novavox, like because I actually think it's politically viable to speak about. But until then, thanks for giving us your ear holes. We love you. And please take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And remember that the revolution is you.